welcome to Tome. As usual, we're your hosts, Cody and Jason. Hello. And we are really excited to finally be back after a few hiccups and unexpected trips. Yeah. <laughs> unexpected trip was mine, and I apologize. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been two weeks since we've last kind of really posted and done anything. So actually, I'm curious. So uh, while we're doing this, I'm just gonna look some stuff up. Yeah. But. Anyway, so, uh, Cody, do you have any fantasy news to dive into? Um, you know, I feel like I did last week. Or, yeah, both last week and two weeks ago, and I don't remember what it was, so. <laughs> I'm going to say no, I've been way too absorbed with uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Ah, uh, okay, I understand. Uh, so, a couple things that I've noticed. Again, I don't think we talked about, at least on this podcast, I know you and I talked about it, Patrick Rothfuss's novella. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, his novella about Bast is coming out later this year. So, finally, we have something released from Patrick Rothfuss, although he's already written most of it before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still like, a little bit. <laughs> Dude, I feel like everybody's pissed at Rothfuss, mostly because just the whole they were they would get like the narrators and get people done for like an audio drama for a section, a chapter of the uh, Doors of Stone. Yeah. And yeah. just yeah. Like I, I understand why people are miffed and upset is because there needs to be a payoff and he just doesn't feel like he's following through. Yeah, he's not following through. It's really frustrating. I am. I'm still pulling out hope that I, the book will actually be written. And yeah. so I, so I watched a video recently. I am about this really topic going over it all. Yeah. And in it, one of the things that he points out, and it's captured in words. I am, but he points out that the reason he hasn't released it. Very well, maybe that his publishers told him he's not allowed to, and because they, he had, they haven't seen anything new, so why should he release something new to the public before he gets they get something new? Oh, okay. And so I get that, and so shit, that's actually what it is. I, am, but it's still frustrating, and there's just a few different sides to things where it's trying to get it all figured out yeah if that makes sense at all it makes sense like this is where the whole entire publishing again it's a game it is there's politics there's stuff that goes inside of it uh, and again same with just like a bunch of other corporate stuff is there's competition there's a lot of stuff going on inside and for us the viewers the readers listeners we get the surface level we don't know what all is going behind the scenes yeah uh, but it takes an author like Brandon Sanderson to really try to do everything they can to make it transparent. Whereas Roth is, I know he's, he works under secrecy and this is where it does aid him in some cases, but this is one of those cases where it's actually kind of hurting him with the secrecy and everything. Yep. And there's, there's no transparency at all. I'm not killing it. That's yeah. killing his fandom. And or- Whereas Sanderson, yeah. dude, every week he releases a podcast. He re- he releases a weekly update. He says, hey guys, I am currently about 48% of the way through writing uh, Stormlight 5. Uh, I'm also uh, working with another author. We're about 25% through here. Uh, and he updates us. He stays transparent. And that's, and honestly, coming from a marketing standpoint, it's genius. 
Yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, with Sanderson, I am. If he could release a book a week, he would do it. Oh, he would. He would just go, I don't care how crap it is. I'm just going to, here's just a random story idea I have. And boom, there you go. Honestly, seriously, I believe if he didn't have a business to run, he would just be cranking out books left and right. Okay. (laughs) He's so talented. He's so many books. His main talent is just the sheer volume he can release of a book. And, and, And it's, pretty good quality like i'm not i'm not saying they are. Oh, they're really good uh, and again we we've talked we made you we talk about that we beat this horse dead multiple times that yeah. again rothbus very poetic very good symbology but sanderson gets the job done <laughs> yeah he does but and it's really cool just now to really feel like oh it makes us feel like we're part of his world part of his creative process and just we feel clued in on all of it so that's what makes for me this is why i love sanderson just because him as an author as a person he does a great job and he treats his fans so well and he just does everything he can to include them and get them hyped and just everything whereas again rothfuss i know he has fans like again you're i know you're more diehard fan than i am uh, but he still has his fans, but I just feel like sometimes the payoff for being a fan isn't the same payoff for being like a huge Sanderson fan. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. <laughs> oh, <So>. wait. <laughs> I came up with a pretty accurate and bad analogy at the same time. Oh, no. oh what is what is her name? Uh, girl uh, Kavoth is always going after. Oh. I am Denna. Yeah, Rothfuss is Denna. (laughs) (laughs) We keep pining, we keep pining, and we don't know the next time we will see a book or see anything about anything that they're doing, but when we see it, we're always happy. (laughs) Some people think it's a toxic (laughs) relationship. Some people think it's a toxic relationship, but we just love the art. (laughs) That that analogy is too accurate. <laughs> Guess in this case we're a little. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> anyway, so that's one thing. Uh, other thing, uh, Golem demo released this week, and okay. it has not gotten anything good. Like it, it's already considered like one of the worst video games released this year. What was it? Golem. Like, Lord of the Rings, Golem. Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, it, again, I think it actually, like, the demo released, I want to say, yesterday. Okay. And so, like, seriously, every single review, everybody that's been playing it, even people in chat, they're like, yeah, this just looks like crap. Like, it's one thing to make Golem look like crap, but considering everything else, just it does not look good. The game, and from everything I've seen and heard, the gameplay mechanics aren't that well connected, flushed out. Just everything about it is just, it's not good. And even people have gone through and played it even more. It's just like, yeah, no, they're not, they don't like it. That's Which, to be honest, I didn't even know that th- this game was coming out. So. <laughs> I didn't either. Clearly. Yeah, I, I just looked on uh, 
Oh yeah, actually what gave me that news was I was updating my graphics card last night and NVIDIA is always like trying to do promotions for, oh yeah, this is the latest game coming out, so update your graphics card to be able to play this game, and it was gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, other one, Warhammer. Uh, Warhammer actually just released a game in alpha, and it's funny. It's fun and funny. It, again, it's super simple, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's actually about the orcs. It's called Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks? It is like a monster truck rally with orcs. That's hilarious. Where your job <laughs> is literally to shoot and blow up enemy vehicles while you go towards an objective point. So Mad Max, Lord of the Rings. Mad Max, sci- like, orcs. <laughs> Mad Max with redneck Mad Max. That, like, seriously, one of the vehicles, uh, one of the creatures that the orcs use as a weapon are called squigs. Okay. And they're explosives. Yes. So they are literally chucking at these red creatures at other cars. <laughs> it's the bomb lane. Basically, yeah, it's <laughs> like it's fun. Like, don't again. I'm not. It's not a game. It's like, oh yeah, we can play hours and hours upon end with this. Again, it's in it's an alpha. From what it looked like to me, it was like it looked like Warhammer was trying to do Mario Kart. <laughs> okay. So that that for me was the appeal, and they only have one game mode, which is yeah, monster truck rally. <laughs> but it is very orc fashioned. It is, it, it's just it's it's a funny game. It's funny. It is. That's like really hilarious. Yeah, uh, my favorite car is like an electric car. Like it shoots out electricity everywhere, and it's actually I think one of the fastest like builds. Like it's a fast car. Okay. It's fun. So that released also yesterday yesterday was just a big release oh yeah final fantasy 15 trailer came out uh everybody's gonna be going back to destiny here shortly <laughs> yep Kate. yep Kate 6 is returning in the next uh big i, I want to say this might be the last installment but i'm not sure i have no idea uh to me it would make sense if bungie's like okay this is gonna be the last destiny uh, sequel like this is gonna be the last bit of Destiny, so we're pulling out all the stuff. We're bringing in Cade, we're bringing and Nathan Fellian is back into it, and I'm just like, ah, uh, uh, I guess it's time to get back into Destiny. Crap. See <laughs> <laughs> uh, here again. All of a sudden, like this quirk series, like, oh yeah, this happened because uh, Sony did their Sony did their uh, showcase for games coming out this year. So yeah, Final Fantasy 16 was coming out. Uh new Spider-Man game, like Amazing Spider-Man. Like Amazing Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 2, but yeah, it's like again, it's on the PlayStation, it's PlayStation exclusive. I I played the first one, it was a lot of fun. I know they did another one with uh Falling Miles Morales, which I haven't gotten a chance to play that one, but from everything I saw with it, it looked fun, looked cool. Nice, yeah. Uh let's see. Do I think any other fantasy news I got? Uh, not fantasy news. Uh, so the thing I was curious about is like it's been a while since I I checked our YouTube channel. Uh, so our most watched video is my Doom react Doom reaction trailer. Yeah, it's got 126 views. That's awesome. 
I won't comment, but the comment's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, but his comment's good. Like it, it, it's at least trying. He's like, "Oh yeah, no, I like I like your take on like what what that water's su- supposed to actually be." I was like, "I know what that water's supposed to be. I finished the first book and the second book, which uh, <laughs> which we talked about this earlier. I'm just gonna cut it and splice it here. <laughs> that entire conversation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. By the way, I finished book two of Doom. Oh nice. That was fast. It's a lot shorter. It's n- not even three hundred pages. That's really short, yeah. Consider, yeah, the other one was like six, seven hundred pages. So this one's like not. This one's like half, if not a quarter. Like it's a lot smaller. And even the font in the pages, it looked more spaced out. So it, it was a lot. It was a quicker read, definitely. Okay. But bro. Yeah. Dang, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> like this is where you like. Paul's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're just learning this. Oh, it's not even just like, oh, he's an asshole. It's just like, I get why you're making these decisions, but why? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I understand why you're doing it. Just why? Because, <laughs> uh, and again, some of the laws of the Freeman, they're, they're weird, but yeah. Yeah. Because book two, it's a lot more, because again, it's years later. So, like, again, I want to say 15 years later. So, it's still about the jihad. So, okay. it's about them going out. It's <laughs> it's Mormonism if we got more phonetical and more <laughs> Templar-esque. <laughs> more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is it? More crusade <laughs> it, it, it's It is basically a great crusade. Okay. But what makes the book very interesting is the philosophical points it begins making on religion and government. Okay. Which was actually, oddly, very in line with our church talk. <laughs> like, for on Sunday, like what we discussed in church on Sunday. Yeah. So, actually, the quote I have from that in that discussion, this is actually from Jessica. She. This is a letter to Leah, uh, Paul's sister, Jessica's daughter. Yeah. Is you cannot govern without laws. Your laws yeah, your laws eventually must replace morality. Replace conscience, uh replace even the religion by which you think to govern. Sacred rituals must spring from praise and holy yearning which hammer out a significant morality. Government, on the other hand, is a cultural organism, particularly attractive yeah, attractive to doubt, questions, oh yeah, doubts, questions, and contention. I see the day coming when ceremony must take place of faith and symbolism replaces morality. That's pretty cool. Like, it's cool, uh, and this is where, in one respect, this is where I'm like, I don't exactly agree with you. <laughs> yeah. But I understand what you're trying to get at. Since basically this entire government was founded upon a prophetic man, aka Paul, the Maldib, and now mm-hmm. he is the emperor, and now he's having to be able to switch it more over to a government. And so his mom is trying to give some counsel, saying that to in order to ease that transition, you need to be able to repl- make law morality, 
instead of just the religion by which it governs because religion is very much more open to interpretation whereas laws need to be strict and steadfast okay and so within the talk of church we were talking about the blind guides and how society is more taking that in the in regards to if it is law it is moral again it's all about organisms and adapting changing adjusting and so to have religion be the moral high ground there and laws being onto just basic human level of don't kill each other don't steal from each other <laughs> yeah and have the laws be the consequences on if you break the laws so again this is where again this is where dune gets really good and really interesting is the fact that it just you really begin getting into some of the philosophic philosophic eh, philosophy debates philosophical <laughs> yeah philosophical debates that is really cool i really enjoy that about different books and stuff mm -hmm. and dune just does it so spectacularly well and if anything i just at the end of the book i feel like feel like the payoff yeah the payout the payoff in one respect, I felt like it was kind of rushed because we had this crazy, crazy event happen. And then it's just, okay, now we're going to throw this in. When, like, if we look at some Game of Thrones, where we look at some of the other, or even a ha actually Name of the Wind, for crying out loud. That, <laughs> we still don't have the payout. <laughs> but you can kind of see, like, where the payout could go. And oh, everything yeah. that happens, like, because, again, as we, you and I have said, that with name of the wind there is no there can't really be any spoilers because it is so organically entrenched yeah whereas dune it, it, it's not that organically entrenched i feel like they can change the freeman laws willy-nilly but then looking at it in retrospect like after the after everything you begin yeah. to go oh, okay i see now why this would have been a lot because again dune book one does not talk anything about laws of the freeman it's is very much survival of the fittest mm -hmm. whereas now we get to book two. Oh yeah here is their great big culture that we kind of glossed over in the first book <laughs> <laughs> and even so like I, I still don't feel super entrenched into the freeman culture okay but again, that I'm also coming from Wheel of Time, where seriously, Robert Jordan wrote three books basically describing one cultural society on the way the hierarchy is structured, what each one of the symbolisms mean inside of it, what it means to be of the blood, not of the blood, blood adopted into the blood. And then there is the entire Aiel culture, where that one is like three or four books just about that. So coming from that knowledge and going into Dune, Dune feels very kind of surface layer. It gets it gets a little deeper. Like I'm going to say, it probably goes up to about your waist. Whereas like uh, Will Time it is the depths in Zelda. <laughs> Good to know. But so without further ado, ready for our key segment, Cody? Oh, I'm so ready. And we got everything recorded, right? Right. We're seeing the lines. We're not going to have yes, mess up like I we see do. the lines. <laughs> okay. All right. We are going to be talking about the Legend of Zelda. We tried doing this uh, when Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom first came out, where we were just going to talk about the lore. But since it's been a couple of weeks, we both got some experience playing it. We can now actually I talk am a little bit it right now. 
Yep, he's probably talking <laughs> as uh, he's probably playing as we speak. Oh. <laughs> Which yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about Tears of the Kingdom. We're not really going to go into any spoiler details. We're just going to be talking about the game as a whole. Just kind of a hopefully a non-spoiler free review. Yeah. So my thoughts with it all, I am of where we should talk about. It seems like I am just the overall feel, the things that we like, the mechanics. I am how so, the new dungeons are. Things like that. The monsters, uh, the and, and all the mechanics are within the game that really make it make make it unique. Yeah. So first off, gonna ask, where would you rate Tears of the Kingdom in your Zelda game love? Like best Zelda game, worst Zelda game. We both know it's not gonna be worst Zelda game. <laughs> no, it's definitely not worse. Um, that's tough. It's honestly really tough. I really enjoy this game i am a lot okay i don't i can't say for certain where yet based on a few things just because there's so much to this game mm-hmm. i am i'm pausing it <laughs> focus bro focus, yeah, focus. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like it better than breath of the wild Yes. I am hands down. This is, and I love Breath of the Wild. I think it's a great game. I love that they took it to the next level and they looked at it and went, how can we take it to the next level again? And they did. I am, I love sequel games. I love, so like, Majora's Mask is one of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. I love the darker tones that it's already, like, really darker tones straight off the bat. I am, I just, yeah, I think. It's top three for me. I was going to say the exact same thing. It's got to be, for me, if it's not the top one, it is top three. Because the story is enticing. It is good. The nods and the Easter eggs, the world building, it is just chef's kiss, man. Just beautiful. I agree. It took everything that Breath of the Wild killed and nailed perfectly. And, bro- and was like, how can we refine this and make it even better? And that's what Tears of the Kingdom is. Because my biggest, biggest complaint was just, I, I miss the big dungeons. I yeah. miss going into the temples and really just having the entire temple ecosystem be a puzzle. Even though I hate Ocarina of Time's water temple just because of how arduous Everybody it is. Does. Everybody does. <laughs> Which I, I got a little bit of PTSD at one point. Breath of, not Breath of the Wild, in uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, got a little PTSD. Oh, don't tell at one me, point. don't tell me, don't tell I'm me how to go there. I know, I know. That's why I'm not going to say anything further. <laughs> oh, Jason and I went two different routes. I am. He, <laughs> he started with wind, like going to the Rito, and then I going around Fire Death Mountain to Zoras. I, I started the same spot. And then I went to uh, Grudos. I went south. I went to Grudos Desert, Desert next. And so I'm there, and he hasn't gone there yet. And I haven't gotten to the other one. So we each have spoilers for each other that we're trying not to share. Yeah, at this point, we kind of got poker chips on the table that we're trying not to give each other here. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but, again, I love the entire ecosystem of, of this game. Like, you got three different layers. You have the sky... 
you have the main ground and then you have the depths the underground and the underground was such a beautiful treat because that is something they did not tell anybody when well, they so, did they yeah so they had a couple um like in the couple of the gameplay trailers okay there, it showed it um and while it, they didn't specify that it was like that it was its own region and like as open as everything else is okay. um it was definitely something that was shown and so we saw mm -hmm. down there we did not see everything like we did not see the it's not malice anymore i uh gloom gloom the gloom infested creatures i am so those are the things that were really cool to see for the first time i am but as a whole like i just i think it's really cool how they do it all and yeah so i i definitely love that they added that in and it's a lot better than i expected i was expecting something more along the lines of like pokemon diamond underground oh where okay I mean, kind of lackluster, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, whereas, whereas this one's like, it's a whole nother world. It's a whole nother world. The whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a, no, and then we have a clip of Link riding one of the, like, birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the Korok. Yes. Uh, which, again, brings us to just the mechanics here dude okay so one of the tiktoks i saw was basically kind of a test like a testing room for like i want to say it was a like again i want to say it was like a skit or something i was like okay. oh yeah how, what what is and then they give the acronym and they're like and the guy's like well what that means is i know what it means it's like how long does it take for somebody to make a dick joke <laughs> and and again, it cuts to Tears of the Kingdom, and immediately everybody is just like, they built statues with basically a guy having a log breathe fire. Yep, the TTP. <laughs> yep, TTP. That's what it was yep. called. Which, dude, the inventions and all this, it is so, makes the game so much fun. Oh, it does. Because it no longer feels like, okay, I'm limited to this. It's more like, how can I be more lazy and then you become a genius? Which, <laughs> that's what makes the game so fun. <laughs> it's, it's really fun to try and figure out new ways to just kill something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kill something, move, or just even just fly. Like, I, I, yeah. I've, like they've, I shot... I, again, saw this one on TikTok. Like, dude, seriously, TikTok has shown me a lot of inventions that I would have never thought of, like a hoverboard. Yeah. Where it's just two fans and then the control stick. That's it. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, it's janky as I'll get out, but you know what also is janky? Duct tape and anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's so much fun though. It's cool to see what you can do. And I think I really appreciate is a lot of the shrines are tutorials to build new things. Yes, it's like he, here's the it's very much like here are the parts. Use your brain to solve the puzzle with these parts. Good yeah. luck. Like that's what makes the shrines it's like now the shrines have their own puzzle problem with them. Which, dude, one puzzle I've seen a lot of people trip up with, and no, it's not the pink pinball one. 
it's actually one where it's just all these rails. Okay. I remember doing it, and I was just like, there is no answer! And then finally I found the answer, and I'm just like, that is so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, again, the game is so amazing. Like, I love it through and through. I love all the nods. I love... So, let me ask you this, then. I know we talked about the Zelda timeline in the recording that didn't work. Yeah. I now fully believe that this timeline is the convergence of all the timelines because of all the little hero heroes items that we're finding now. Yeah. Which it definitely feels that way. And it feels so amazing. It it very much feels like the creators love Zelda from the bottom of their hearts. And they show it in Tears of the Kingdom. They show their love for it. They share their love for world building and how they want to take Zelda in a new direction and really keep to the homage of its history, whether that be the fire temple, the water temple, all the temples and the dungeons. But now they're like, we want to add in these new mechanics of we want you to be able to make your own items, go into your own like Sheikah industrialization era yeah and it feels that way and it's so fun so amazing with the towers the way like you discover the map like just the mechanics are so there's just so good like i have zero complaints with the game and the complaints i have is just me not a good player (laughs) (laughs) yeah so one of the things i noticed right off the bat with it is all the scenes i had complaints about with breath of the wild can be fixed. Yeah. I am one of the biggest ones. I I can never I never had enough arrows ever, <laughs> and arrows are almost more important in this game than they were in the last. Oh yeah. I am, and they're everywhere now, and that makes it so nice to be able to not have to worry about where where am I going to get arrows? <laughs> they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although I've run out of arrows a couple of times, and one of them was, like, during during a boss fight. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of them, okay, it was against one of the three-headed dragons. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went into that fight with no arrows. <laughs> Why? Why? Because <laughs> it came up on me. <laughs> it was just, That's like... Hilarious. Like... It's, this is the funny thing. I love seeing the two comparisons on TikTok specifically for this. It's like how everybody else solved these puzzles in the game. And it is just this beautiful, beautiful invention. It's like me and my dumb butt. <laughs> <laughs> and one of, oh, oh, seriously. Okay. I had one the other day. It was just so horrendous. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm an idiot. Is one of them is, uh, have you gotten to the like, floating platform of Zonai devices? Yeah. Okay, so what this device was, like what you had to do was you had to get the ball over to the other side of the room using only two platforms, two or four. But you also have to get over because that's where the door is as well. Yeah. So they have a device that is supposed to be, again, kind of like, I say pinball, where it just shoots it. It's like a punch. It punches it straight forward. Okay. So... I went like, okay, 
is this what they are meeting? And I begin trying to place the platforms along the path. I get the ball in the one area and then try to like shoot it out, but it's it's not a powerful enough shot. So I was like, hey, that's where the platforms are supposed to come in. And it's like, no, that's not how it's supposed to be done. What you're supposed to do. And I figured this out, like, actually this one didn't take me super long, so I'm not that big of an idiot, but I still felt like an idiot. You take yeah. the ball, glue it to one of the platforms, place the platform in the track, and then it will launch it forward because it hovers and it will just slowly glide across like it's going across ice and it will land perfectly right over there. That's it's nice, but, and again, then I saw another TikTok video where someone got, like, all this stuff, tried to build a catapult, and they glued the ball into the center of the catapult. <laughs> I've done that. Everyone, I was like, I can't hate them, I can't make fun of them, because I've done that. <laughs> I did that with the Korok. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I just gotta say, the Koroks are getting the most abusive in this game. <laughs> but, I, but I can't entirely it. yeah I was gonna say I can't entirely say they don't deserve it because they do deserve it <laughs> <laughs> and people ask why because what there was 900 Koroks in Breath of the Wild that you had to find yeah something like that and once you did <laughs> and you, you brought it to the main Korok where you submit all the Korok seeds you were gathering they gave you basically a big golden turd yeah like, that's why everybody's like, screw the Koroks. <laughs> I'm going to fling them across the map. <laughs> and the thing is, I feel like it's going to happen again. Oh, it is. I am 100% sure it is. But are we still going to collect it? I'm not, but Heck other yeah. people will. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to find them all and we're going to murder them all. I mean, we're just going to find them all. <laughs> Which it's hey, question for you. Yes. Have you found those square uh Zonai things? And it's one of the items that you can hit and it does something. Oh. It's uh, like a square plate. Huh. I think so. I I'm just trying to yeah. blank. You look at you. Do you got a picture of them that you can like send me? Uh let me take one. <laughs> I've seen them once before, but I've never got them to do anything. Because, uh, not sure. But oh yeah, that was the picture of the miner's outfit. <laughs> Look at those bell-bottom jeans. <laughs> <laughs> they got yeah. lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got lights. <laughs> These bell-bottom jeans got headlamps. <laughs> <laughs> I have the hat, you have the rest. <laughs> oh! Those are the floating platforms. Oh, those are the floating platforms? Those are the floating platforms. So okay. once you once you hit them, you can move them and they will stay in place. Cool. Okay. So I was thinking of those big ones, the big floating platforms. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I know what you're meaning. Okay. So no, yeah. The, that was the thing that you had to like what i was doing talking about the puzzle before it was those you got like four yeah. or five of those so they're not that big <laughs> what the heck is this, puzzle? <laughs> See, this is what i love about it 
Honestly, it makes you have to think. It makes you struggle and try and figure it out. And this is where, for me, I'm very glad, like, we're, like, the first boots on the ground. Because there, don't get me wrong, I'm sure if you went online, you could find it. But I don't want to go through the trouble of looking it up now. Just because yeah. I'm like, other people, my generation or younger, have figured this out. I'm not an idiot. I can do this. Proofs, and then I prove to myself how much of an idiot I am. <laughs> really, no. <laughs> I'm agreeing because I'm right there with you. <laughs> like, I love the difficulty of this game. Although, uh, I did come across one article. I'm like, eh, then it won't be a Zelda game. It was like, uh, Tears of the Kingdom would be a better game if it didn't have combat. Mm, no. But, no, no. That, that's what makes Zelda, Zelda. And they're, they're just, and again, for me, I think the title could just be clickbait, which, again, could work. <laughs> But it's just very much like, okay, it is solving puzzles. And yeah, you're going to get shot while you're sol solving the puzzles. Sorry, that's life. <laughs> You'll be trying to yeah. do one thing and other crap's going to come up. But you still got to be able got to be able to handle that crap and get your stuff done. Which is part of the reason why I love this game so much. Although it has stolen many hours of sleep. It's currently stealing hours of sleep. <laughs> and hours of distraction. You're just like, oh yeah, whoa, well, yeah, we're doing. Puck. Okay, so actually, funny thing, when the, so when Zelda Tears of the Kingdom first came out, uh, one of the guys, one of the heads of Final Fantasy, uh, they were doing a live stream of just kind of talking about like the new latest features that are going to be coming. I think to Final Fan. Final yeah, is it 14 like their MMO or whether it was the new game coming out? Either way, they were going to do a live stream to kind of talk and discuss about it. He walks in with his Switch playing Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> and again, th this is in Japan. <laughs> That's awesome. We're like, okay, even the Japanese directors at Square Enix are like, of course I am playing Tears of the Kingdom, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's it's it is as much part of our culture as it is ramen. Don't <laughs> uh, I know. I was like, and uh, actually, I might get, okay. Actually, Barry, uh, I, I think I'm even. I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> because both are just fantastic and amazing, and I love them both so very much. They are the keys to my heart and soul. As I look over at my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is it. And, yep. and honestly, I loved our discussion prior to really even diving more into Zelda Tears of the Kingdom with us just talking about Legend of Zelda in general, because so much of the lore that we discuss, I feel is so prevalent in Tears of the Kingdom. It is. And one of the things I had mentioned before, with knowing how Brother first, is that I I love how they always reference like, all these ancient wars, and yeah. they bring it in. So like, there's the interloper interloper war. There's the I um, the Hylian civil war. There's then this one. I what do they call this one? The calamity war or? Uh, 
have have you not done the teardrops i've gotten one of them i'm trying to remember okay. what it's called okay. okay i am yeah so i've seen the first i've seen one of the backstories okay okay so i'm just trying to remember what it's called but yeah. it, it's awesome oh yeah it, it's like the it's the war with the gerudo like because this is when Ganondorf was their chief, their leader. Okay. I am. So the only one I saw is from the. I am. The wind with the Rito. Or the Rito. I am. Oh, that that's... one doesn't talk about. Because the Grudor are with them on that one. So. Okay. Uh, so, again, that's actually the second one in the order. Oh, okay. So, okay. There is one that... The first one is where Impa is currently. Hmm. <clears throat> like, Impa will kind of be there for the first one, and it's it's Zelda landing after what happens in the beginning of the game. Good to know. And is that with Death Mountain? Or is uh, that with... Uh... No, it's actually in the Hylian Plains. Like, actually, let me... I got my switch here. Might as well give you accurate information. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah, it's in the North Hyrule Plains. Okay. So it's so, outside of like Rito Village. Like it's between Rito Village and uh Castle. Okay. So these are, there's other memories then. Oh, they are scattered throughout the land. And actually, uh, if you notice, when you are falling from the sky, like you see, again, we both came from Utah, how we see like letters on the side of the mountains. In this one, you see just like uh, pictures on the land. Yeah, yeah. The markers. Yeah, that's where each one of these memories will be. Oh, that makes sense. So I the... just assumed that they were... Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea what they were to be honest. Oh no, neither did I until I started seeing a cutscene. I'm like, oh, this is oh, okay, okay, that's what these mean. Okay, that's what these are. <laughs> it's, I think they call them geoglyphs in the game. Okay. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. But yeah, you go to these geoglyphs. Uh, the first one is Impa in the High Lane Fields. It goes there, then goes Rito Village, and I have no. And actually, what you will do after you meet Impa. Impa will take you to another location where it will actually have a map where all of them are in sequential order. Nice. I did this after finding already four. (laughs) 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 I I am way out of order. (laughs) Which which I will have to say, my wife did something very mean. (laughs) What? Uh... Again, when the recording, when the days we were recording was actually after we did the Wind Temple, I found okay. one, and it is Ganondorf uh, becoming the Demon King. Nice. And it's 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 a cutscene again, and for me, I'm just like, oh, Matt Mercer, Matt Mercer Ganondorf, because uh, <laughs> I'm so enthralled. I'm just like, oh, it's the it's the masters, the dungeon master. She, uh, me me and my wife, we have a game where we boop each other's nose. Yeah. She takes that moment when I'm enthralled with Ganondorf and Matt Mercer to go and boot me on the nose. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> Perfect timing. Like, I, I, I'm going to clip it and make it a TikTok. <laughs> And tag Matt Mercer in it and just go, she, <laughs> my <laughs> wife interrupted a moment with them. <laughs> I love her. Instantly blocked on Instagram. <laughs> Instantly, Twitter banned. <laughs> Never see him. Security, keep him away from me at Comic Con. Don't know. I can't. Again, yeah. Just like, how could you? It's the master, the dungeon master. <laughs> like, it's it's all done playfully, but I'm like, oh, oh yeah. how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's honestly really funny. But no, the game is so much fun to play. It's so much fun, and and again, even when I've been making YouTube videos of just me playing it, or it seems like my wife always joins me when I'm doing one of the temples. Path up yeah. to the temple, she doesn't care about. The actual temple, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I'm giving her crap because she's right behind me too, so. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> but nonetheless, again, the game is so much fun. The story is so enticing. The mechanics, the puzzle, like, dude, this is a 10 out of 10. If not 11 out of 10. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It's amazing. Like, I would love to be sponsored by Nintendo, especially for this, but if you have not gotten Tears of the Kingdom, it, it should be on your list. Like, this is, like, if there, I know a lot of day, days, like, video, I feel like video games are hit or miss. And even if they're, and and yeah, even if they're a hit, they're barely on target in some cases. Yeah. This one's a dead bullseye. I agree. It feels like, okay, Breath of the Wild, okay, we had a bullseye there. Let me take another arrow and just splinter that arrow and get a bullseye again. (laughs) (laughs) It's such such a good game. It is a love letter to all the Zelda fans out there. It's, uh, I love the game so much. And I know you're probably playing it right now. (laughs) I am, but more than that, I am. No, I definitely... I definitely agree with what you're saying. And I agree that it's definitely a love letter to not only the fans, but to them as the creators. Mm-hmm. That means so much to them. And that's really cool to see. Yeah. It's cool to right. see. It is so much fun to experience. The game, it's, it's on a whole nother level. And it is like so perfect. Like, I have zero critiques with the game. <laughs> yeah. My only complaint is just because the difficulty of the hands. Because <laughs> you haven't gotten to the hands. The hands are the most evil part of the game besides the three-headed dragons. Yeah, I'm, I haven't. Where are they? Because I've been looking for them. They will pop up randomly. <laughs> How have I not faced them, then? If you want one... <clears throat> Get, make your way to, through the sacred, yeah, the Lost Forest, the Lost Woods. Okay. Because there is a mission there where you have to fight them. And that's how you actually get the quest to the Master Sword. Oh. Uh, I probably should do something like that, but I've been so focused on this. Mm-hmm. But, and actually, the easiest way to get to the Lost Woods <clears throat> 
It's actually through the depths. Interesting. Yeah, because one of the inventions, I feel like, make the game so much easier and kind of broke it for me. <laughs> swimming, swimming through rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where you can just jump up, like, higher than any NBA player I've ever seen, go into a rock, and then go swimming straight up through it. <laughs> yeah, but... It definitely uh, makes it a little bit easier. It makes it so much easier, and for and that's where I'm just like, I never have to worry about stamina and climbing anymore. Yeah. It's because, like, okay, is there at least a little bit of an outcropping? Oh, right there. Fly! <laughs> Ascension! Ascend! I am now Superman, and into the rocks I go. <laughs> <laughs> I am a dwarf. <laughs> Oh, dude. Okay, you know what? I need to have that play while mining Zonite in the depths. Alright. I am a dwarf. Digging a hole. Dig, dig a hole. Oh, no. Just... <laughs> but, alright, so any all right. last comments you want to make about Legend Zelda Tears of the Kingdom before we sign yeah. off? Yeah. So my biggest... Thing that I was wanting to go over is like the dungeons themselves. Yes, okay. I am. So I love that it's more of a dungeon again. It's their temples. They bring yes. back those type of things, and it is amazing. And I think they do a good job blending between the two of I'm keeping it feeling open world, Breath of the Wild, and they give you the tools you need inside of the dungeon to do it. Mm-hmm. without making it linear so you can go anywhere you want to and just pick up and go yes um, that being said i'm i still feel like it's lacking from the original dungeon and um, do i know my personal reason why go for it it's the items yeah because I'm missing. I miss the hook shot. Yeah, like yep. that's a big one. Like the hook shot again. What made a lot of these dungeons so interesting and interactive? But again, it broke up that linear, made it super linear. You had to go to this temple, this this order, this order, this order. It was like you had to go in this order. Yeah. So it's very much like they chose to sacrifice random items for being able to go to any temple at any time and give you that ability to really free roam. So it was very much, I think a cost analysis kind of a deal where they're like, we have all these cool items that we feel like we're just rehashing time and time again. How about instead we make it so they can build their own items. (laughs) Yeah. And I definitely, I definitely like that aspect of it. It's more it's, it's still, keys. Okay. There's no keys in there. There was a couple of the shrine bill. Yeah, a couple like of shrine. shrine bill. But if they had keys in the, the dungeons that feel more like a traditional dungeon. Um, and then mm-hmm. the big key to the boss room. And uh, that's the thing that I, I really enjoy. Um, and they don't have in these games, in either Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. So these feel just more like the Divine Beast. 
but better. These are definitely better than the yeah. The, yeah, these definitely feel more like dungeon temples. Yeah. But yeah, I, I fully understand you. Which actually I think that's part of the reason why I love the Fire Temple. Okay. Uh because again, I know you've done the Wind Temple, and the Wind Temple, yeah, you have to go find like the five wind turbines. Yeah. And those kind of serve as a key, whereas in the Fire Temple, it's Again, similar idea on it's you have to use the guy's ability to activate the key mechanism. Mm -hmm. But the fire temple, it's a lot more layered and it feels very much kind of like an actual temple, but minus the keys. Okay. So, so that one it, for me, it makes the temples themselves feel unique in their own ways. That makes sense. Although the cutscene at the very end is very, very, very repetitive. Oh, really? <clears throat> Almost word for word the same. Okay, I can see that. I, I each one, you like, it's from the person to them, but it's, I can see how it'd be repetitive. Like in my mind's eye, it's like, okay, yeah, for these individuals, yes, this is good, this is refreshing. They need this information. I can see Link, like again, in character after two or three temples, he begins mouthing along with the whole speech. <laughs> <laughs> do you see the the ghost stopping? Do you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which that's really cool. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was gonna say I love the ghosts. I love having the ghosts as kind of like now I feel like I have my own entourage. <laughs> yeah. Or the shade phantoms, whatever they have on. But yeah. Yeah. I am. I love having that. It's they're really creepy looking, but really cool. Oh yeah. Um, and okay, I, I'm gonna say this, but last time we recorded this, I, I think I did let a small little spoiler sp slip. I didn't think it was a spoiler, but you you're reacting like it was, with the whole corruption of Link. Like, yeah, that was not anything that was stated. I am there, and some people wondered. I went the Master Sword was corrupted. I am, but we didn't know like the extent of it, and so. Him, and this is the spoiler with the introduction. This is the very, very beginning. Yeah. I am where he loses his arm to the corruption and then he gets replaced by his own arm, but even then it's still corrupted. And there's now a purpose to collecting, like going to each shrine where they remove the darkness from you mm -hmm. and helping you to get over that corruption. Yeah. And then the weapon everywhere they're all weaker now because they're corrupted oh yeah and that's actually why i love the depths too is because yeah. you actually find weapons that are not corrupted in the depths yeah and the shades that carry them like that give them to you they're so, are cool. so cool like they represent whoever actually carries them in life yeah and it's just like this phantom ghost that's standing there holding out the weapon for you so you can take it and avenge them yeah so now, in hindsight, did what I say be an actual spoiler, or was it more of a tease? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's one of those things where it's not really either. Um, it is a spoiler in the sense of, I, 
I don't know. I <laughs> I felt kind of anticlimactic when I saw it all. Like, okay, I can see how it's corruption and that, but it wasn't what I was expecting, I guess. It wasn't um, like going to the dark side. <laughs> no, I never thought that. <laughs> um, I instantly knew what you meant. I thought it was going to be more heavily played on mm-hmm. than it is. But that's one of the things I love about this one and Breath of the Wild and all of the Zelda games. For a lot of the stuff, it's subtle. Yeah. They don't give you the answer. They just give you the result, and you have to figure it out yourself. Now, mm-hmm. some things they do give you the answer for the main story. But other than that, they don't. And I love that. They don't spoon-feed you. They go, here are the tools. There's the challenge. Figure it out. Yes. Exactly. They may have an example of, like, this might be one way you can approach it. Which, actually, okay, that's the other thing I loved. We talked a little bit about this before, but getting to the temples is its own challenge. And what I found very cool and very interesting is to even get there, there is not one set path. There are multiple ways you could go about it. There are. And it's fun figuring it out. And times when you feel like you uh, cheated out on it, or you're like, I did this faster than they expected, or... They did not expect me to go this way. Or you use a Zonai device to completely bypass an entire section that was Everything. supposed to be hard. <laughs> yup. Sometimes I'll like I'll do that. I'll bypass everything and then I'll go back and do it just to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do that sometimes too, but most of the yeah. time I, for me, when it comes to the shrines, I try to figure out how it's supposed to be solved. Yeah. Although don't get wrong, <laughs> I will stuck bang. on one right now. Oh, you're stuck on one? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> one party's like, I want to see it. Have I done it? <laughs> but if it's, no. in the Gru- if it's in the Gerudo area, probably not. But Yeah. So this is literally what it says on it. That it, uh, it's like the flame trial, basically. Okay. And so you walk to the main room, and there is a torch that it gives you. And then there's a link, like a, like a, yes, it's a torch that you carry. And then there's an actual line being fell on the ground mm-hmm. and then there's a way to get over the wall that you can jump up and through but there's not exactly a way to go through the gate unless I miss something I'm supposed to hold the torch under it which I'm going to go back and try um, so I can get past it and then you get to the other side and there's a switch you step on the switch and the entire ground in front of you goes down a level but there's nothing to hold the switch down. Oh. And so I already, I made it down underneath. I am, and I, it's just a chest. But I'm still trying to figure out how to open the gate because there's three more of those, like these pillars mm-hmm. that stay in there. And you can move a torch, like a big, like the in-ground torches, but you can move it around. That's all there is. And I put them under the different ones. I have, like, I've tried everything and I got nothing. <laughs> oh, dude, okay. So there was this one puzzle that I was trying to solve, again, after the Wind Temple. So it's actually from the Wind Temple if you go north, if you go into the Freezing Tundra. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one was a nightmare for me. Is because it looks like, it, it almost looks like a keep of a castle. It's got all okay. these walls, it's got gates, and it's got laser beams going across. <laughs> yeah. So what you do is you like you go around the side, you get up, you find your way, and you're able to get inside. Well, to unlock it, the key is like in a basement. 
and I looked around this entire place multiple times. I could not find a single way to get underneath. Wasn't until I'm like, okay, fine, I'm about to leave. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go through the lasers. I hit the lasers. The ground drops beneath me, and I'm in. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> and instantly, I'm like, okay, I know what to do. Da-da-da-da-da. Got everything done. Got the ball. Boom. Done. <laughs> yep. I'm just like, they went above and beyond with these dungeons. I love and hate it at the exact same time. <laughs> exactly. I love the challenge, and I hate how stupid I am. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one more thing I want to talk about. Okay. The bosses. Yeah. So specifically, the only one that we've both fought. Oh, yeah, the sky serpent from the sky temple? Yeah. One temple, yeah. I feel... I feel like the bosses should be more difficult. Uh, I, I know it's the first dungeon. Or like one of the first ones. But... And this is where I think not every dungeon is the same. Because yeah. the Fire Temple one, that one was, I'm going to say, that one took me a longer time to do. Because it wasn't, wasn't as easy. It was not as easy. Once you and again, it's it's one of those things like this. This is Zelda through and through. Once you figure out the pattern, it's easy. It is getting to the part where you figure out the problem that makes it tough. So the Wind Temple boss, yeah, honestly, that one not super hard. But my yeah. experience from the Fire Temple, that one was a lot harder. Okay. And I, I would just want your opinion too on the back of it. Did those things look like Bowser turtle shells? That, dude, I can definitely do that. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> again, I, I, Megan thought so, too. I was like, did, did they just basically, like, let's freeze Bowser's spike shell and put it in three segments and make it a centipede. <laughs> <laughs> but a flying centipede. <laughs> yeah. But, no, actually, okay. but, again, during that fight, I had a couple of dumb moments. But it was, like, towards the end. It was one of those, like, I'm cocky, I know what I'm doing. And then I just aimed it to where I just hit the frame. It's like in tennis when you frame it, hit it with the frame. Oh, yeah. That's what I did, but Link was the ball. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, I took more damage from that than any other tornadoes. Yeah. But, uh, although Why the... Why can't I figure this out? <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, okay, so one thing that I saw, like, day of, is just, like, here, there are those speed, like, speedrunners playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom beat the game in an hour and a half. Me, and an hour and a half in, and it's when they are falling from the Temple of Time to, like, Hyrule, to the actual yeah. world level. Where you have to hit the water, yeah, they keep missing it. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of those things that I just finished that pinball puzzle. I'm just like, ah, I'm such an idiot. Then I see those videos, I'm like, okay, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, did you get the under 20 seconds? Uh, for which the courage, the trial of courage. 
there's there, there's actually multiple trials of courage but yeah i think i did get one under 20 seconds okay it was the one that's like the first area hmm okay first uh, like right where uh before you get to hyrule castle or yeah you get launched out of the tower and there's up there there's uh oh one, okay you get the shirt the flying shirt for doing the 25 <gasps> seconds no i haven't done that one yet i didn't know where that one was okay yeah, the glide shirt. Yeah, I haven't got I haven't got any of the glide stuff yet. So. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't know where where it was. So. Because <laughs> again, I've done a, the I've done a couple of trials of okay. So if it's the trials of courage, I get you. This, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, yeah. uh, and you can try multiple times. It, it's really fun. <laughs> the entire thing is just you have to hit circles as you skydive, mm-hmm. and you have to go through like rocks, <laughs> and you're just trying not to. Oh, dude. Not hit the rocks. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> and that's the thing. I love all the little games that are within it that make the game so much more fun. Like, the tr- like again, the Test of Courage, where, yeah, you're falling through rings or <laughs> fighting in a gladiator match <laughs> where no. they are releasing more and more monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them not that friendly. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find where the trails Okay. I'm going back to it. Okay. Oh, but yeah, it's it's really fun. But anyone that hasn't played it, highly recommend getting it. Great game, eleven out of ten. It's just phenomenal. Like any negative stuff I have with it, it's I feel like it more comes from user error. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Me being dumb, not the game. It's hate the player, not the game here. (laughs) (laughs) Fortunately, I already hate myself. I mean, what? (laughs) I don't know about you, but I think that might be a good place to put a bookmark in. (laughs) Oh, it definitely is. Thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Bye.